Hey, 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 it's Casey with the Mojility Networks podcast and our co-host, Philip Tanner. Silly. Chuck Norris talked once about Bruce Lee's death because they used to train together and stuff. I used to be all in the martial arts crap. You do know I did martial arts, right? I did not. I did martial arts for a long time and I had a black belt and uh, Taekwondo and um, I used to teach, uh, my brother had a studio and I used to teach children classes on Sundays and I used to teach adult classes on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And <laughs> now, was it harder to teach the adults or I'm sorry, the children or the adults? Mixed bag, but the kids were a lot more fun. <laughs> I had this, uh, I had this one boy, he uh, had ADD so bad. His mom always thanked us for helping because we tried to give him some discipline and stuff, but you literally could be in formation. This kid would do a cartwheel out of formation while you're talking to him. I felt sorry for the kid. He was a, he was just a sweet guy, great kid, but just could not control his little body. Now, did you find that the kids were more delusional about how good they were doing? Or no, because it, it was adults. <laughs> the kids, it was just always always fun, and it was crash and bang with pads on and stuff, and then you get hurt, and they loved it. And so, yeah, the, the teaching the kids was lots of fun. And this is with your brother? Yeah, my brother had a studio for about five, six years. What was the name? Tanner's Taekwondo. Woo! Did you say that earlier and I didn't hear you? No, no. Oh, okay. You said it's it like, just, come on, no, dumbass. It was just like, it's not a very original name. It wasn't like Cobra Kai or something cool like that. Well, and John Wayne Ta- Taekwondo was probably already taken. Yeah, somebody, yeah, John Wayne probably had this. So uh, what's going on with you, man? Working on the app. Working on an app. Man, that's... First, first of December for mobile, for sure. Um, desktop and video may not drop till January. So one thing I do want to talk about a little bit because uh, more and more of them are working from home. And um, I know Microsoft just announced that they're going to start allowing more of their employees to work home permanently. Um, I didn't know. What are your thoughts on more companies doing that? If they have the tools and technology, I mean, it's good that they give people the uh, flexibility and the option. But one of the things we're starting to see is people are getting tired of being at home. It was it was cool for a while. You know, it's nice not to have the commute. You get some of that time back. But then people start feeling as their kids went back to school, they start feeling isolated. Um, they miss the camaraderie in the office, physical meetings, that kind of stuff. And so, you know, some people could work from home for the rest of their lives and other people are social butterflies and they just can't. So it's tr- it's trying to strike the balance. And it's kind of the pendulums went completely the other way because some of these, these enterprises saw the um, cost savings of not having to maintain office space, which is very attractive. But then you have to worry about the morale and the just overall well-being of your employees if they need that interaction or depending on the nature of your business um are you preserving all your productivity in some cases workers from home seem more productive or at least surveys say they're more productive but is there some collaboration things that maybe the technology isn't 100 percent for versus in-person meeting and brainstorming so and that's there's a thousand different scenarios and that's something that you know business leaders need to look at and talk to their people and figure out what's the best mix of remote work and and, and on-premise work for them well and supposedly they've designed a whole dashboard so that way managers can actually look and see what's being done to make sure that they protect their workers from burnout it's probably it's probably a good idea to pay attention because i mean uh like, like I said before, some people are love the remote work and would do it forever and it wouldn't hurt them. And, and other people are feeling um, isolated and alone at home. And actually, they're thinking life expectancy is going to be. That's, that's actually. If, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because um, one of the reasons that we have a slightly lower life expectancy than our European counterparts isn't where people tout as healthcare so much. It's the fact that they use more public transportation and commute less. 
we have more traffic fatalities when people are young and it pulls the average down. You sound like a reporter. Fatalities. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's fly to chapter one. Chapter no, one. no, no. But uh, but you're right. You actually could, the life expectancy as an average could probably increase if you have less people on the road. You'll have less traffic fatalities. When you've actually done the opposite, you've got a really cool office now and you're actually <laughs> going to work. I don't work at home any anymore. I'm here average six days a week that's what i said you've you've completely switched yeah i was home for several years i had virtual teams in um in indy and in dc i I did the opposite but um that was you know you and i to have time to collaborate on our you know in-house remote work solutions and things like that because um the apps we were building prior to covid they're still applicable but we wound up and we we backed up the life cycle and we uh put more features in and then that's why the app doesn't drop till December. Yeah, well, it's a gamble that's really going to pay off for us because it was something that you had you had to a certain point that if COVID wouldn't have struck, people wouldn't be so reliant on video communication. So it's like the things that you're doing with this app, and which is I'm glad it's I'm glad you're taking the time to develop it the right way because you could have you could have had it come out two months ago. But sure. I know you, you, sure. you want it perfect. Well, I, the, the original version of the app, we could have dropped as early as uh, May. But um, changing, wanting to change the way that customers engage and using test, text messaging as, as essentially chat, uh, we had to add several features and it required adding additional servers and infrastructure. And uh, we did that. And that's all under testing and it's tested well. And we want to make sure that we're fully compliant with um, all standards. And so we're going to be compliant going forward with, uh, make sure we're hundred percent, uh, carries law compliant, hundred percent Ray Act compliant, which has to do with uh, 911 emergency services. Uh, a lot of companies are still operating old systems that aren't compliant, even though they should be. <laughs> and so check with your, check with your providers, check with your phone system provider, check with, uh, whoever your vendor is. Um, COVID was a shot in the arm to do better. Thanks for listening to the Mogility Networks podcast. We sure do appreciate it. And we hope you got a lot of value out of this cast.